This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It is my distinct pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, to bring to you a guy who has been consistent for decades fighting for Americans, fighting to help you keep more of the money that you earn. Grover Norquist, who founded Americans for Tax Returns, joins us. Grover, it is such a pleasure to finally have you on the show. How are you? I am wonderful. Better now that I've been on your show or am on your show now. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Grover. Grover, um, you have been in the forefront of of making sure that this party stays consistent with its message that we support lower taxes for the American people. Let me ask you a question, Grover. Sure. Is it there's? I look at the way that politicians spend money now, and I say this is this is monopoly money. It's not real anymore. We are so trillions, trillions in the hole. And no one really seems to care about the true condition of the balance sheet. And yet Democrats continue to raise taxes and spend money. Is this a battle that is winnable? Yes, that's the good part. Good question, right question. Yes, it's winnable. We need to win it. We can win it. That's the good news. With the change in the House of Representatives, we can begin to slow the bleeding, not stop it, but slow it down. All that spending that uh, Biden said he was going to do, he's done some of it, but some of it will require another vote by the House and the Senate. The Senate Republicans can filibuster. They have enough votes to do that, more than enough votes to filibuster to say no. And the Republicans in the House, if they hang together, if they hang together, um, can say no and can force reduced spending. When we went and argued, Republican House, uh, Democrat Senate, but Republicans had enough to filibuster, we were able to get from uh, uh, Obama $2 trillion in what he planned to spend over the next decade, uh, reduced, removed, removed. $2 trillion. Our, Our national debt would be $2 trillion higher if we hadn't had that fight. So, uh, it, it's disappointing to say that things will get worse more slowly, <laughs> um, but that we can begin to do that. Remember, two years from now, there are seven Democrats in red states running for the Senate. Some, many, all of those could uh, turn Republican. Uh, and as a result, we could in the Senate stop uh, anything else. And we should have some more votes in the House as well. And we may have a president. So we can turn this ship around in two years. Now what we need is for them to not get us too further much in the hole in the next two years. All right, which brings me to the next question, student loans. The Biden administration today asked the Supreme Court to step in and to allow Joe Biden to willy-nilly just hand out billions of dollars. I can't get a straight answer because every time I read a newspaper article, it, the number is different about how much this student loan giveaway is actually going to cost if it goes through. 
And the argument is, you don't want to help people that need help. You There's nothing about the constitutional uh, authority to spend this money. There's nothing about, um, in, in all these stories, about fairness and equity and all that business, why it is that one group gets selected to get uh, out of their contracts but no one else. Uh, what is your take on Biden's student loan program, whether you think the Supreme Court might take it, should take it, or whether this program should at all exist? Uh, well, I take my constitutional advice from Nancy Pelosi. And she told <laughs> the Democrats uh, a year ago, guys, we'd love to do this. It's not constitutional. <laughs> That's what she told the Democrats, and they were quite sure of that. But then the left wing of the party kept saying, we want it, we want it, we want it. And in the Democratic Party, uh, we want it. Trump's it's constitutional. <laughs> uh, so unfortunately, what is going to happen is it's going to go to the Supreme Court. They've already cost taxpayers $150 billion simply by telling people you don't have to pay your, uh, your interest on the loans for the, you know, for, during COVID. And President Biden said, you know, trust me, I'm a Biden. This program will end in December. Uh, when he says, trust me, I'm a Biden, that, that's when you're pretty sure he's about to tell a whopper. And he now says he wants to, since the courts are not allowing him and probably will not ever allow him, to hand to a small group of people something around $400, 500000000000 billion dollars. Um, there's nothing in the Constitution that says the president can do that. It takes Congress to appropriate uh, resources for anything. Presidents can't hand out goodies. If they could, you don't think Lyndon Johnson would have done it already? Um, and Or that Nancy Pelosi wouldn't have done it already. So, no, it's not constitutional to do that. The courts will tell him that. But you know what? He got past the last election, and he got a lot of student votes. Boom. So the program worked. How can people reach out to you, Grove, and your organization if they're interested at all in keeping, uh, at least having a voice in Washington, D.C., that is saying, stop raising my taxes, for goodness sakes? Uh, Americans for Tax Reform. Uh, and our website is atr.org. Uh, I tweet at Grover Norquist, but at atr.org, we put out every day, sort of what's happening, good talking points for people that if you want to argue with mom and dad or make a point uh, uh, in, in conversation or just be aware of what's actually happening. Uh, we put out material on, you know, what's happening, what, what different tax cuts or tax increases are being promised or threatened. And you also, by the way, started something that has spread across the country. And this is for the political insiders. Uh, but you started the Wednesday meetings that became famous, and they it, it started with you, and they grew all around the country. And this is where conservative activists, conservative uh, policymakers, policy wonks, and everyday people join in on Wednesday meetings to discuss policy and to try to uh, at least organize. Are those efforts still going on with your Wednesday meetings? Absolutely. You visited us a while ago. Yes, uh, we I have did. one in D.C., and 44 different states have meetings. There are four in Florida, two in New York, two in Texas, and uh, 20 overseas now. There's a, there's a very good meeting in Ukraine run by one of the members of the Ukrainian uh, legislature, and uh, it, it really helps to get people together, whether it's 
people who care about the Second Amendment, religious liberty, taxes, spending, uh, all of those issues, uh, because everybody in the center-right movement, the conservative movement, they need to know what everybody else is doing so we can coordinate and work together. Amazing work that you've been doing, Grove and Orquist, and you'll be back to join us, I hope, in future days. Thank you so much, Grover. Great speaking with you. Take care. Grover Norquist, Americans for Tax Reforms, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming back.